is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, welcome to the Toddcast. I've got Eric with me this morning, as, as we often do. Eric, it's my understanding you have a surprise topic for me. Well, I, I mean, I guess it's a topic. I don't know necessarily how much we're going to be able to get into it because there could be a good chance that you say I have zero experience with this. And then it'll be the Eric Hersey show for, what, maybe 10 minutes? And that'll well, be it. That's so, never stopped me before. I, <laughs> I'm just saying. Say, well, Todd, we're doing to do American Girls Doll Part 2. No, I'm, I'm right. teasing. teasing. See, no. Exactly. All right, so here, here's the scenario. Today, in which we almost even forgot about it, today is the first day ever we are actually hiring and have an actual babysitter oh like that is not a member of the family oh my so we we actually have what you would consider and what you would believe to be a professional babysitter in terms of they go to school your average girl uh high school age or so that likes okay. children that is willing to work and stop you know and come for several hours and then we will pay with hard cash that they probably will not report on any type of tax form but that is neither here nor here, there but so my thoughts are i didn't realize it until that until we started having a conversation with this babysitter wow there's there might be some steps that need to be done or what's the normal protocol so i started thinking yesterday like oh what do i have to do and i said you know what i'm going to stop my thoughts and i'm going to bring them to you much like I, you know, asked about how we should do trick or treating for the first time. This is a moment of let's figure out what we need to do to prep work, or more importantly, what's your experience with babysitters? And that is what I bring to the table today, in which you can easily say I have zero experience, or let's hope you have a little bit. Well, Eric, I don't know that we should necessarily start referring to you as Nostradamus or anything, but yeah, I I, I have no experience with that. <laughs> Which, like I said, doesn't doesn't mean we can't talk about it. And I can I can give some what I consider to be sort of common sense thoughts or, or things that I've heard from other people. But just understand that this is all, you know, either off the top of my head or, or second or third hand knowledge. Well, because whenever whenever we've needed babysitters, it's pretty much always been other family members, at least yeah. or, or or close friends. Or we just got to the point to where one of the girls was old enough to sort of take care of the duo. Yeah. So, well, here here's my thoughts as well. Ella and Lily are both of age where they would be prime candidates to make money babysitting. Right. Probably even maybe getting older. That like I I believe Ella's almost older than the prime age because she can you know her and Lily both can get actual jobs that probably pay more than babysitting nowadays. So eh. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, depending on who your family is, right? You know, if you, you know, there's a lot of good TV shows out there that seems like the babysitters and the stay-at-in nannies are um, are always part of like wealthy families, and then they always have these yeah. wonderful hijinks. You know, yeah. we watch many of those shows through the years. But from my experience, I actually took over babysitting from uh, Crystal, our sister, babysat okay. someone up the street from us in high school and then when she no longer when she hit that like prime age i'm gonna go work you know full-time or at least part-time for an actual corporation the person still needed a babysitter and they passed it off to me which was an awful decision because i was an awful babysitter right i might have been 15 16 17 so i was capable of making phone calls to 911 if needed 
but I was not a good babysitter because I let that kid do whatever the hell he wanted, and I just played the video games and watched TV the whole time. So, yeah. But but nonetheless, she you know the the mother could go out and do what she does on you know the weekends, whether right. it be a trip or whatever, and and I would stay over if need be. I'd be there all day, and then plus I believe mom or or somebody was close enough that. If we needed real supervision, he accidentally stabbed himself and I just panicked or whatever, right. you know, that would take care of it. So that's yeah. my experience with babysitting, which I would be like, hmm, I don't know if I'd hire somebody that w- I don't think I'd hire an average 14 to 16 year old boy. Right No. Well, and it occurs to me that I've actually done babysitting. And now that I'm thinking about it, I would have been in like the sixth grade. Yeah. Which seems far too young to have as a babysitter like that's borderline needs a babysitter themselves sort of a situation um, um yeah yeah what so what was what your yeah, experience? That, that, what what happened here i can barely remember it's it's so it's been so long and i was so young but i remember we, we were living in yorkville and i can't even remember how we knew the people if it, my friends friends of mom possibly or something and i think dawn babysat for him a few times and i sort of subbed in for her on a couple of occasions and mm. i mean uh, clearly nothing too terrible happened no or you um, it's so bad we, sat around and we, we watched tv well <laughs> i mean i guess that that is you know it could be you know seriously repressed i guess but no lily has done some babysitting i think ella may have done some babysitting. I mean, but again, it was babysitting for family members. It wasn't like whatever the yeah. babysitting equivalent of cold calls are. They never did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, so Abby, not... Abby used to babysit yeah. and, and her, her brother, Nate actually was a, a nanny for a while there or, or uh, Manny as he called himself. I mean, I guess what sort of questions or thoughts did you have? And like I said, I can, I can try and well, tap my memory of secondary sources or, or just, you know, common sense and whatnot but well, that's it uh, i think know, the, yeah what, what we need eric is is it, it's probably been a minute since we've had an episode where the two white guys just talk about a thing they have no experience with and gotten all the listeners to yell at their phones and i, I think that's probably a healthy you know if nothing else lung exercise for the listeners so let, let's let's give it a go and just with the disclaimer up front that we're a couple of jackasses who might not know what the hell we're talking about and if if we're you know particularly wrong feel free to give us a shout on twitter or you know hit us at toddcastpodcast at gmail.com and we can you know issue the retractions or you know leverage this new information well i kind of that's kind of the point you know when it comes down to unless you said well yeah i had a this hidden history of babysitting for 20 years that i didn't know about you you know which i kind of took as like hmm but it's one of those things well todd if we're going to talk about it why not throw it on uh, the Toddcast and do it so everyone can get mad. Especially right. if a couple of our listeners that we know <laughs> were professionals and actually did this. So we'll probably get oh, yeah. a lot of this wrong. And if we get it super wrong, then we will get a text from one of our best of friends saying, yeah, we're going to have to do a, a recap episode <laughs> yeah. and bring them on, yeah. which will be. F- um, so, all right. So here, here's my scenarios, right? We kind of lucked into this. We weren't necessarily falling into it, but we've always said, hey, it would be really nice to get an actual babysitter so that way when we need to do things we just make a call so i've learned right. even just since the new house it is easier just to pay somebody an affordable rate and not have the burden of can you help me out for me i would much I, you know i got a guy that cuts my grass now and right. i got a guy that will fix you know if i need something fixed in the house i just pay him we had a leak 
just had him paid and he's affordable and he's great and so forth. So I don't feel bad when I have to say, hey, can you come help me out? I know you know how to do this. Can you do this? I don't feel bad anymore because it's a matter of like, yeah, I got a job. I'm going to pay you. Just come do it and then I can go do whatever I want. I don't have to stand there, hand tools, do anything. So it's the same for babysitting because we've always had family do it, which is awesome and more affordable and great because, you know, the fact that you trust, they already know, you know, and it's good bonding and stuff but it also is pretty nice to say hey we got this thing we got to do can you come for a couple hours and i don't feel bad that i'm making you not do something else you know like if you have to make that difficult decision that i'm not going to go hang out with friends or or something it's okay because you're we're paying you you know it's like a job so that is my biggest biggest difference in my opinion is like from family members which typically probably i mean you almost assume is more inexpensive, right? Most of the time when you ask a family member to watch, it's because they're your family member. They want to help you out. From a monetary standpoint, yes, I, I would agree. Like normally the fees there are not normally as steep. You get friends and family pricing. I yes. mean, there can be, shall we say, auxiliary costs. Oh, sure. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you know, the, depending on the family member and what they've got going on and, and or how high drama they might be or what else they've got going on. But you're right. Like if you if you call up random family member and be like, hey, can you you do me a solid this Friday night for, you know, four hours? If that person had something that Friday they were going to do. Yeah, they might do it for you, you know, out of some sort of familial obligation. But you might hear about, oh, well, yeah, I can skip that. Con-. Like, you know what I mean? There might be some exactly some, you don't some have to splash damage that. uh mm-hmm. yeah um if you're, whereas you're like here it's money you want it cool groovy yeah and, and you you and don't if, have and to if you're booked yeah then so okay you're booked let me go to the next guy you know so so we came right. across this just uh, by chance through conversation that there were a couple people in the neighborhood that might be willing to watch and so forth and then we got you know so we knew the parents of the person so for us we said all right well that sounds great like we don't really have a need until we have a, a need later this month. So we found out where there were, there's an outdoor wedding that is a couple cities down or so forth that we've known about for a year, you know, but right. it, it's going through. Cause you, you know, with COVID hitting, we didn't know what was going to happen, not happen so forth. But right. with the current circumstance where we haven't really had babysitting help since February 21st, whatever it is, you know, like, right. <laughs> because we went to Disney, came back, COVID happened. I haven't, you know, no one's watched right. my kids except for me since then. Right. With that whole scenario, we're like, oh crap, what are we going to do? We got to make a decision here. Like we're either not going to this wedding, which is a friend of a family, you know, and so forth that we really want to go to, right. or we're going to have to bring in a babysitter of some sort, meaning whether it be, right. a, you know, one of the pa- grandparents, uh, you know, somebody, right. <laughs> believe me, I'm, the, the options were limited. Let's just put it that way too. Right. So we put it together and we said, hmm, all right, let's meet with this person. So she came down and she's a senior and seems super intelligent, super. She, she's, she's more qualified to watch the kids than I am. She knows like CPR. She, you know, like <laughs> she's got her stuff down. I'm like, oh, I feel good. You know, so we kind of talked for like 45 minutes. And I guess that would be the number one thing is like, you know, I know I was an awful babysitter. Like, how do we make sure that we know these people aren't awful babysitters? Right. And so I, we did the interview. So, right. and it was just a formal interview, find out what she likes. She has a car, you know, what she's capable of, have her kind of interact. And of course, the moment that she comes and, and mind you, Hunter doesn't need a babysitter and really Laney doesn't need a babysitter. You know, those, right. for, they, yeah, for, for the, they don't necessarily need watched in so much as they need a responsible adult in case, you know, something hits the fan. 
It's not. It's and, not that they need full supervision. And really, they're not. They don't even need that so much because they're kind of well trained not to cook while we're here and stuff like that. Right. It, it, it's a matter of they. I can't trust them with a three year old, and right. especially if that right. three year old is Miles. Now, right. if this was 1980 <laughs> or 1990, Hunter would be watching. Hunter is in eighth grade. Hunter would oh, yeah. be watching Miles. But time. Oh, yeah. If you changed. don't. Yeah, if you, you know. I mean, if you don't think that in the seventh grade there weren't times where mom and dad popped off and I was left in charge of you and Crystal, you, you would be mistaken. But yes, times, I mean, times have changed <laughs> for sure. So yeah, exactly. So that's that's the whole thing. So so they can do whatever, and I just feel, and I'm okay with this, you know, having a babysitter because now they have help. Like Hunter right. can help. Hunter can pick up Miles right. and drag him to wherever he wants him to, because I see that quite frequently. Right. <laughs> like, I'll say, Hunter, go take care of him, and then Hunter will have Miles under his arm, Miles kicking and screaming, yelling, and Hunter's just, you know, bringing him in like it's a, a movie. So, so that was, you know, so we we did the interview, and what we said is, hey, and this is where the conversation really comes today. We need to do a trial run before we plan on going 45 minutes away or half an hour away or whatever for several hours. Right. Let's make sure it works. So we're doing the trial run today, which means we might – who the hell knows what we're going to do? We don't have anything planned. Like we're, we really can't go out and eat unless it's like outside or what you know. Right. And so if it's rainy, right. who knows what we're going to do. But we have a babysitter coming tonight in which that stirs up a lot of my questions and which I will throw them at you right after this wonderful, wonderful commercial break. All right, and we are back. Todd, I have a babysitter coming tonight, all right? Yes. We negotiated Wraith. He was really – I felt bad because you, you don't want to take advantage of a teenager, and she wasn't She wasn't really firm. She was one of those I-just-love-kids rates, and mm. to me, that sounds like the salesperson in me is like, all right, you just gave me all the cards. You're going to get the least amount of money <laughs> possible, but, right. but I'm also not an awful human being. So uh, what do you think is a fair rate for a babysitter? Oh boy! Uh, wow, that's gee. This, oh, this let me just—you can tell by the stammering that this is going to be an absolutely unprepared, unqualified answer because I've just well, never we, okay, encountered so, this. So, so instead, I'm going to go with the. I'm just going to talk through it, real time. That's and what we're supposed to be doing. Try and apply as much talking. common this, sense this, to it. This is why <laughs> you and I are talking because I had that same notion of like, um, so what is minimum wage? not enough to live on, but you're dealing with a teenager that's not living on her own. So I don't know that that's as much of a factor, but well, I think it's, a, a, it, I don't even know what it is. It's less than 10 bucks an hour. I'm, okay. I, I don't know the exact exact figure. Cause I am not working for minimum wage. I, and I don't think even Lily, when she has had her, you know, fast food jobs, she's gotten lucky and hasn't gotten ones that are actual minimum wage for sake of argument. Let's say it's, it's sub $10. I found it out. Right. If we, if for okay. everyone yelling at, at this point in time when we're recording <laughs> or when it's coming out, unless there's some crazy changes over the next, you know, several months, eight dollars and fifty-five cents per hour for Ohio. I yeah, imagine West Virginia would be similar, eight seventy-five. So it is not actually right. the same, which is crazy. So I guess my my initial thoughts are, I mean, yes, you. <laughs> Minimum wage comes into the equation because you you don't want to offer less than that. Yes, yeah. that's, that's just insulting. But my thought would be offering minimum wage, in my opinion, is probably still too low. 
I guess it'd be a different conversation if it's a an occasional evening or day of like you know somewhere between let's say two to six hours, as opposed to actual like nanny services where it's going to be yeah, you know sure seven hours a day four days a week kind of a thing like i think that but like because it's going to be just sort of spot payments i think you go a little higher because you can like you don't need to sustain <laughs> that as right. you know as much and i guess the part that comes into my mind is you know like dude's coming over to you know install a ceiling fan for you you know, whatever that rate is, that's fine. You know, worst case scenario, he's a little underpaid. He's a little disgruntled. Maybe you don't get the the finest craftsmanship out huh. of the job is, sure. is, you know, your worst scenario. You know, uh-huh. this one, I don't know that I'd want a disgruntled, eh, you're not really paying me that much kind of person watching my my kids. Like I would be, I would tend to, to go a little, little heavier. <laughs> Sure. As a as an incentive for you know it's kind of like pre tipping I guess <laughs> I guess um, <laughs> okay yeah yeah I can you know. see that that well you know when I babysat it was actually I think I was getting like five bucks an hour and I was doing right. massive amounts of time meaning like I was staying overnight and stuff but that was lower oh. than minimum wage right so but I was also underqualified and I like. You know, I didn't argue anything. I just like, okay, that sounds fine to me, you know, right? because the one – and so I could argue that you could pay them less because you are giving them complete freedom just to sit around and make sure that this just one child is watching TV or whatever. You know, like the, the right. job itself, I'm not going to say is easy, but it can be depending on who what your children. Like I could never right. pay somebody less for miles. He, he – I would have to almost pay for a premium. Now right. – Lainey, on the other hand, I just need a warm body to make sure that she's fine because she was so easy to watch as a child. There were no, right. She wasn't mischievous. She wasn't trying to get anything. She legit would just play with dolls or Play-Doh or watch TV, and you didn't know she was there. And she's still right. been this way. She's very self-sustained. Miles, on the other hand, the moment that he saw this babysitter, he was showing off and started destroying stuff. And I'm like, well, right. that was a great first impression. You want to watch yeah. this kid? Price just went up. You know, so, yeah. she, you know. She should have saw those dollar signs, but she said right. ten bucks an hour, and I said that sounds fair. If eight dollars and seventy-five cents is the minimum wage, ten bucks an hour—that sounds like if Lauren and I wanted to go out for several hours, that was well worth the added. It, oh, yeah. It's well worth the money, and it could yeah. be enough to incent her to want to work for us. Because that's also a thing: is if you get five or six families, and we all want to do something on a Friday night, who's going to get that oh, preference? You know, highest bidder, absolutely. Well, Whoever comes in first, number one, right? But also highest bidder because deep down in their head, if they know for a fact that we all, you know, relatively shoot for it and she's going to have picks, she's going to pick the right. You should pick the one you like and right. or the one that pays the best. Right. So we're very well aware that like this needs to be a, at least until she goes off to college, this is our calling card to have some actual dates or go places right. we want to go and not have to worry about the craziness that right. is children. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think that's a fair rate? Ten bucks an hour? I mean, that's double I mean, if, what I made when their age. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that was what, twenty years oh, ago? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like five dollars and fifteen cents then. Right. But I mean, if if that's the figure she she led with. Oh, she said it, so I don't feel bad. Well, then then you go with that. I mean, that's yeah. now if she if she if she'd come in at you know twenty five bucks an hour. Then I'd say maybe okay, there's some negotiation that could take place. You know, if she came in at five dollars an hour, I would be oh no, sorry, we we need to do 
<laughs> let me let me do better than that for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, see, I don't think I would have done that. I think if she came in five. I would have said okay, but I think I would have gave her either tips. Yeah. Like I would have gave her a bonus. Like I would. Right. I'm not going to negotiate up if that's what their value is. I know that is me taking advantage of somebody that doesn't know how to negotiate yet. But I'm not going to say yeah, I should pay you more. But I would. It's kind of like when you go to a mom and pop shop and the food is so cheap and you're used to paying and if it's good or whatever you i typically give that extra money that i ex- anticipated to spend on a meal to right. the server you know i just kind of say well, well i give it yeah. to that well i guess and that's probably how i would have ultimately handled it like if she came back with five dollars be like okay cool but when it came time to you know break out the cash the end of the evening i'd have slid some more in there yeah you know, I, I, mean, I don't I, know that i would have exactly. flat out said hey listen five isn't enough let's go with 10 instead that's it but you know at the end of the you know four hour shift instead of handing her a single 20 i probably would have handed her two of them you know what i mean yeah, kind of a thing exactly and it's also taken as, as a nice gesture because it's always fun to know what you're expected to get but boy if you get a little bit of a boost on it it's even more exciting and then it's a mental right. thing where once again she'll want to watch our children is you know oh, yeah. more so than the next so that oh, yeah. that was that was pretty cool so the the other aspect that comes into play is food beverages all that fun stuff so if we are going out to dinner i can tell you the important thing eric is that you make sure that it's a bring your own beer situation (laughs) (laughs) yeah obviously if if the beer is gone from the refrigerator then we would have some concerns uh for everyone involved uh yes so my thoughts are it seems to me like you just leave leave some money some actual cash for food and you have delivery or you bring you know you get pizza ahead of time or like so what's what's your thoughts there like you would think that if it's a dinner if it's dinner time we would supply the food we definitely have to supply the food for our kids and or like i'm not going to ask somebody to cook especially right. not on the first trial if well, they're comfortable I mean... cooking then that's a risk that i need to take saying all right i'm gonna let you play with fire around my kids I'd rather not, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it comes down to the situation. Like if it's a, okay, it's, it's a Friday night date night situation where they're coming over like after dinner kind of a thing. It's okay. We've stocked the pantry with snacks for the youngins. You can help yourself to it. Maybe you, you know, leave a little extra for, Hey, you know, go ahead and order a pizza if you want sort of a deal. Sounds like your situation is, is a, you know, is a longer middle of the day type thing. You're going to a wedding. I, I, I got to think there's probably, you know, some sort of reception type thing to where like the time of the babysitting overlaps with actual meals that need to happen. In which case, I mean, if it were me, I'd be like, here's, here's some money for food. Like, yeah. you know, this is what the kids like. This is what we'll, we'll deliver, you know, order, order some food. Here's, here's money for that. We're not looking for you to pay for the food. Here's, no, here's money for the food. Yeah, well, obviously you, know, you can't do that. Yeah. Do do your thing. I mean, because the only other option that really comes to mind is it w- would be if you're like the babysitting is taking place over like lunch. You could say, okay, here's bread and lunch meat. You know, make sandwiches for the youngins and help yourself. Yeah. Or like, hey, there's this thing in the crock pot. Go crazy. Yeah. With the yeah. the little smokies if you want. You know, sort of a deal. But. I think it's probably just simpler and easier just to be like, hey, here's X dollars. Just order some food for yourself and the little ones and call it good. That was my notion. That was my notion. That's what I thought would be the case is like, all right, let's just, you know, 
Um, and now that we can get delivery here, we're not asking her to take the kids out to anywhere, you know, so right. it's all a matter of like, just have somebody deliver. So what for expectations, I feel you kind of let them know ahead of time how long you think you're going to be. I mean, yeah. I think that's just proper. Yeah. I right? mean, you swap, you, you swap, you swap numbers with them, you know, yeah. with her. And then for you and Lauren, give, give, give her your, your information. You're like, okay, you know, be here such and such a time we're going to go here's here's where we're going to be roughly here you know here are our numbers we expect to be gone and be back at x o'clock yeah and if for whatever reason something looks like it's going to end sooner or later you just call or text each other and say hey yeah here's the deal now me i am one of those folks that and this maybe this is just because I don't know. I was a shady character as a teenager. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If things are running long and you're going to be late, you definitely want to let her know as soon as you know that's going to be a situation. Just out of courtesy. and That's what I was thinking too, yeah. I was was planning to be back by 7. It looks like we might not make it until 7.30. Like, And if you know that that's a thing at like 5, you text at 5 and be like, hey, I'm sorry, but this is what this looks like. You, You give that. Now, on the other end... If like things wrap up sooner than you you think they are, I just I just show up. Like I'm not a yeah. fan of hey we're we're running ahead of schedule whatever. Just because there's that part of me, like I said, that was a shady teenager, that if I were up to no good, if I got a text from the parents that oh hey things wrapped up we'll be home in 20 minutes that's like oh crap I need to you know cover my tracks quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like if they know if if the, if I knew they were coming back by seven and I'm babysitting and I don't know I've got a couple of fellas over and we're playing D and D, I know okay well I got to have all this packed up and the fellas out of here by six thirty you know yeah but Th- this is on the premise that like the family did not want me to have other people over to play D and D or whatever you know if I'm doing something shady like I'm not giving you the heads up so that you can cover your tracks. Like if I'm yeah, show up early, so, I'm gonna show up early. And if I catch you in the act, well, that, then we've all learned a thing. But what about, again, so I should make some type of, um, <laughs> I should, we should say, Hey, we prefer you not to have anybody up. Right. Oh, I mean, I would make that clear. Like, especially on the first time, especially in a pandemic situation, like, you know, I hate to go with the stereotypical 80s sitcom scenarios, but if she's over and, like, the second you guys clear the zone, she's like, oh, Billy, come on over, and, you know, we yeah. can make out on the couch. Like, I would make it clear that that's not a thing. Like, you're you're on the job. You need to, whatever. I mean, the other thing you've got going for you is you do have Hunter and Laney there. You're right. As you're sort right. of we, a yeah. control situation to yeah, where we if, have you know, lots, something, yeah. all of a sudden she has two of her buddies over to play D&D. Hunter will be texting I'll me, be hey, Uncle Todd, the, the babysitter is playing D&D. How awesome is that? In which case, I will immediately yeah. text you and go, what up with this, Eric? You know. Yeah. So no, I don't know so, that that's necessarily. Well, that was kind of part, <laughs> as big a threat, the interview but... process, too. Kind of interviewing to ask a million questions about character. Because, I mean, Lauren and I have interviewed many employees and stuff. So we know what kind right. of questions to ask. And, and, and to be quite honest, this girl did better than most employees do on interviews. <laughs> so... Uh, so that was, that was a good sign. And plus she was also referred and she's, you know, like I said, she's been babysitting for tons of people. So yeah, the, like, I was going to ask if you got any references. Days. Oh yeah. 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 I've been, uh, you know, when I babysat, I babysat for one person out of desperation. I think they need, just needed somebody. And right. I would have never got any other jobs because I was awful. I did have people over all the time. <laughs> Like right often, right. <laughs> like right. So so it was every single time I was that person because that's not you know, 
that's right. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have had me babysitting. That's all. And to yeah. this day, I often say that I should be babysitting my own children for that whole reason. <laughs> um, needless to say, what other aspects do you think I might be forgetting that would need to be kind of controlled or like brought up? So we, we, we know how much money, you know, I'm going to get cash right. uh, and have it available. If we would show up, what, what, how about this? If we say, we think we're going to be gone for about four hours and her brain, she thinks she's going to make 40 bucks. We show back, back up after two hours. Do we pay the 40 bucks? I, I would personally, I mean, I don't know that you're necessarily, you know, contractually obligated to, but me personally, in the way, like, like you said, if she was planning to get four hours or, you know, four hours worth of pay and it's only two hours again, with it being sort of a temporary sporadic sort of a thing, I would just go ahead and, and be under the imprint. Well, I was planning to pay you for four hours. Here you go. And that just yeah. builds goodwill kind of a thing. Well, again, that's if this, kinda, that's if this were, thinking. if this were, you know, a four days a week, six, six hours a day thing. And one of those days came shy, then that makes that slightly different situation. But if it's sort of, you know, a series of one-offs, I would be like, yep, I was planning to pay you $40. Here's your $40. Even though yeah. I only got, you know, $20 worth out of you, so to speak, sort of a thing. Yeah. But I've already budgeted that out in my brain. You know, when it comes down to it, like yeah. I had, a, if I thought it was four hours, I was prepared to pay. So yeah. I just kind of, that's well, just how my brain and, works with that. Yeah. And by extension, if for whatever reason, like you said, it's like 45 minutes away, you're on your way home on time, you know, you get a flat tire and you're running over. Like I would mentally prepare myself for if it goes beyond the four hours. Oh, sure. Sort of, a, sort of a time and a half situation for overtime kind of a deal. Because if I were on the other side of that equation, that's what I would want that to look like. That was my thoughts as well. So we've covered who should be in the house, what should be in the house. You know, I guess there should be some type of ground rules, like where they could be and not can be. And I mean, for me, just making sure the house is clean when she gets here and has enough food and or beverages and or understands. Luckily we have Hunter and Laney who know where like remote controls are and stuff. Cause that would be like, here's, here's some entertainment that you can use or here's where his toys are. And right. What should the expectation? And I don't think that I'm going to, I don't think I'd make it a pure expectation, but should the expectation, the house should be similar <laughs> in similar you know, regard as when we left, meaning they should, she should be part of the cleanup crew and that's part of the job or is that I mean, too much? I would say where miles is concerned, then that's a, that that's possibly a valid conversation. Well, we're talking about straighten like, up toys. Yeah. We're not talking about the, well, that's, 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 the kids. Man. I mean, you don't have to right, wash the dishes. Right. Like, I mean, if miles goes through and just goes into full wrecking ball mode, which he will. Right. How much of that are, do you want to have to deal with as opposed to making her responsible for I mean, I guess that's the the other thing is, is with Miles being something of a Tasmanian devil, this is something you're going to have to answer. If he's the kind of youngin that tears into a thing and just absolutely wrecks, let's say, the living room and then wanders off into another room to start destroying that, you're going to have a point where she's got to make the choice of, well, do I stay with the kid while he's wrecking the joint or do I focus on clearing up the previous wreckage? Yeah. <laughs> Well, like you're right, you know, and that that does happen. That's that that's a daily occurrence with us. And that's what we have. Luckily, I will have a cheat code because I will say kids, um, she's going to be in charge of controlling miles and so forth. Now, she seems responsible enough that she's going to help, you know, clean up. Right. That's just, you know, right. You know, I'm not. But I will then say, hey, kids, I need you to her main priority is to keep an eye on miles. If miles starts wrecking things and, you know, then you come down and help clean up. So. 
Yeah. I almost imagine it'll probably be like a Hunter will stay in his room and be awkward right. and play uh, video games the whole time. Right. Laney will right. honestly probably pal up and they'll right. all do things together. More that than would like, make sense. Right. That, and I imagine it's going to be playing with toys. It's going to be watching TV and, you know, whatever else they want to do. Right. I'm sure they'll have, right. you know, with the invention of streaming and stuff, you don't have to worry about going to Blockbuster and getting some movies to choose from. Right. You got a million right. things that, you know, do. So, and then luck, since I let the kids know, like my kids know how to use the air fryer and the, the oven and stuff, they can cook whatever they want. So if Lainey gets hungry, she can do that. But hopefully we'll have some type of food option. Right. You know, whether it be a pizza or whatever they want to get delivered or, you know, in the future, crock pot meals or, or lunch meat or whatever. Right. You know, we'll have that all kind of taken care of. But, you know, that I don't. What else do you think there might be? I would make it explicit that, you know, the job is here at the house and, you know, y'all don't go on any field trips, you know, yeah. unless there's some sort of emergency where you absolutely have to go a place. I'd make that explicit that none of your friends come over. You don't go anywhere with the children. I mean, especially for the first gig, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Like, this turns in, turns into a longer form thing and we get clear of the pandemic to where it's like, hey, do you mind if I take them to the park or whatever? Then sure, you know, but for starters, I'd say I'd, I'd make that clear, which should be, you know, sort of as a given, I would think. But young kids, less experience in life, sometimes don't necessarily draw what you and I as adults take as Oh yeah, <laughs> as, I know. as what's an obvious and as a given, so you have it's to good explicitly just to... state it sometimes. That's all. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, not an issue. But that is, yeah, that's good. Good point. I mean, uh, and I might say, hey, there, you guys can play outside at the, to this point if it rains or something like that. Come inside, you know, all that jazz. And I guess that's another thing again because you're used to living out in the country with nobody around. Now that you're in town, you kind of have to make that call of is playing around in the neighbor kid with or in the neighborhood with the neighbor kids is that okay or would you rather that not be a thing until you've established this relationship a little better i'd want to outline that sure yeah luckily where we're at we're kind of like in that little back way where you know we're we have a little cul-de-sac where it's fairly safe yeah um, Yeah. in terms of traffic and stuff and there's really nobody else except for the neighbors we also were going to alert the neighbors and just say hey you just want to let you know you know, because we became friendly with our neighbors to the point where right. we're saying, hey, they're, you know, we got a babysitter over there in case there is some type of emergency. The house is on fire or whatever. If you're home, well, and kind of give it a peek. So, yeah, well, that's 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 the other thing I was going to say is, you know, if you if you do have, you know, a couple of neighbors, you know, just like, hey, by the way, you know, this Friday, whatever day it is, we're going to be doing a thing. We have a sitter coming over. Just, you know, if you see a strange teen wandering around our house, don't be alarmed and or. Sure. If a strange teen shows up on your doorstep saying, hey, I need help, that's what that's about. I think that's I think, a good a good plan. Yeah, I think that's so uh, to me, that was um, that that was you and I unprofessional, I think, talking about babysitting. <laughs> and I think we did an all right job because I feel like you helped me answer some of the internal questions. Now, I don't think we came to different conclusions at all. I think we were pretty much on sync <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with, with yeah. exactly like what you were saying is exactly what I was thinking. Uh, you did bring up some good points that I might not even have thought of. Uh, so uh, together, I mean, this guys, for anybody listening, this has to be the go-to. If you have an, uh, an adult male <laughs> that <laughs> let's just say range. I mean, I think we could help anyone from, you know, ages 25 and up, you know, that's never had to deal with babysitting issues. I think this might be the go-to episode for your, your adult male friends. 
And, sure. and females too. I mean, let's not even throw that out there. You know, the fact is females can more than likely, they might like our opinion on it. What do you say? Sure. No, I think that, I mean, like I said, I, I think we've covered it as well as two rapidly getting into middle-aged white guys can on a topic that we don't have a whole lot of actual experience with. I think we did as, as good as could probably be expected. And again, if any of the listeners have any tips or tricks, please feel free to let us know and we'll we'll get those out there. We'll look to get a report from you on how things uh, how things went at okay. some point in the future. Yes. Make sure you know, yes. everybody's still alive and the house isn't burnt down, etc. And uh, yeah, so cool. Till next time, everybody. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.